Howdy, yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edgehill. And we're the downtown trash. You better watch out or we're gonna eat all of your trash. Sounds like a like an Alex Jones quip. Alex Jones? Yeah. The InfoWars like guy. The conspiracy the guy. Turn the free oh, frogs like, gay thing. Yeah. Not, not the voice like, you did, but just the like uh, maybe it's the trash. <laughs> maybe it's that um that like TikTok sound that's like, I'm a man, I'm a Canadian, I'm an American, I'm like a <laughs> raccoon in the garage. And it's just different <laughs> Alex Jonesisms. <laughs> I uh I I took we took Olivia for a walk today and she like on the walk there was these kids playing on a playground and she went and played with them and that's what the kids are saying was we're actually the downtown trash <laughs> the we're going to eat all your trash, trash. <laughs> we're going to eat all of your trash please do <laughs> listeners yeah. listeners of bacon and eggs no longer movie lovers podcast um if you know somebody, if you or a loved one knows somebody <laughs> that can sustain their own human life by eating trash, please, for the love of God, send them the direction of some <laughs> municipality so that they may be bred. Send them to my garage. Are you kidding? No, no. <laughs> Harvest their genes <laughs> so that we make new humans that can subsist on trash. You just solved all of the problems of the world. Yeah, well, except for like the climate problems. And no, all Tyler, the other if stuff. you eat all the trash, actually, the, the crime problems will get better. This episode of this podcast is in seeking solving one of the problems of the world. I'm very excited to talk about my topic today. You sound like you went a different direction than I did. No, your... well, maybe. I told you what I was going to talk about. Yeah, I guess I could connect those two things now, but that was like not the like. The thing I I was I you, you had me you had me confused. I do think this camera angle make uh, you the listener can't see this, but for you, Ethan, I do think I kind of look like a gopher. Like a gopher? Like you can? I feel like my front two teeth are kind of how they described Hermione's teeth until Emma Watson was cast. What is a gopher? Is it the same thing as a groundhog or a woodchuck? Is that just like a yeah. different word? I think I think it is more similar than like a mountain lion is to like a African lion. Mm, those are both cats. Those are both large felines. I think they share a genus. I think they share more than a genus. Mm, no, there's only the only thing below that is species. And they do not share mm. a species. Then I think they share a genus. A genus. Um, what was I Googling? What nonsense was, did you I was say? About to, I was about to say something really... I was going to say that African lions and mountain lions can't be the same genus because they're from different continents. But that's not right because nope. humans are from every continent. Also like wolves, you know. <laughs> um, Birds. What is a gopher? A gopher. I can't type. Uh, I think it's uh, the University of Minnesota's mascot. <sighs> Dog, that is a woodchuck. It is a golden gopher. Like, I don't know how to tell you this, but, like, you know the meme of, like, the woodchuck, like, the groundhog that, like, looks like you just surprised it? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, no. well, the, the that's that just came up under what is a gopher. You know what? I This is one that always trips me up. Are woodchuck, uh, because the song talks about how a woodchuck could not chuck wood. And I always think a woodchuck is a wood thrush, which is a bird. Uh, yeah, no, it's the, the opposite of that. It's like a ground-dwelling mammal. Right, but in my mind, I picture a wood thrush. Okay, despite their similarities, gophers and... Sorry, let me get my... I'm reading shit from Wikipedia voice going. Despite their similarities, gophers and groundhogs belong to two completely different classes of rodents. 
Gophers are much smaller than groundhogs, weighing about 2 to 12 pounds, respectively. Homeowners 2 to 12 pounds? 2 to 12 pounds, a pretty big range for this rodentia. <laughs> 2 to 12? Two, 2 to 12? Imagine if you were like adult men range in size from 150 to 1,500 pounds. Adult men can grow from being one foot tall to nine feet tall. <laughs> Two to twelve. Um, That's actually kind of like it reminds me of uh, starters in the WNBA. They can be. I, there's a starter right now in Washington who is five foot six. Gophers live. Aha! <laughs> this is a map. I've got a map here. Where do gophers live? All over the place. But two to twelve. I have a map here. <laughs> Apparently, uh, they are more akin to to moles and voles. You're frozen, and you're much more likely to have gophers in the Let's west. Let's take a picture half of you being though. frozen. Uh, oh, oh man, the United States. So what we have here are groundhogs, which are different from wood from no, not different from woodchucks. Woodchucks and groundhogs are the same animal. Gophers and groundhogs are different animals. However, we have groundhogs here, and they have gophers there. And I don't really care about moles or voles because I would not mix those up with groundhogs. I think voles what are like a, vole like, like a twelve-pound like? vole would be like a. <laughs> oh look! Oh my God! You see this thing? No, I don't see anything. No, 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 no! What? No, I'm Google Google what a vole looks like, dipshit. Oh. I know what a vole looks like. I said, like have you seen thing. this? I said, have you seen this thing? Not do you see this thing? <laughs> it's so cute. It's like a chinchilla, but groundhog colored. Yeah, they're like, they're like, yeah, oh yeah, these things are awesome. Yeah, it's if like you a, found like a, a twelve pound vole. <laughs> you know how, um, you know how you have like you have like white rice and then like long grain wild rice that they sell like Old Ben. This is long grain wild mouse. <laughs> I think that's rat actually. No, 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 no. That's uh basmati mouse. That's the long <laughs> the long kind of skinny ones, right? Uh, I think so. I don't know. Extra if long If I was jasmine. right that joke was hilarious for what it's worth. Moles have like claws. Voles are like cute little guys. They're just little guys. Yeah, they're just like if you had a if you had a vole problem, <laughs> you'd be like voles. I mean, voles are a problem. They're a huge like pest rodent. Vole size. So we're like I chipmunks. Think if you had chipmunks are adorable, and they're four to six inches. That's a much more reasonable range. Yeah, that's like a that's like a grown man. Yeah, yeah. That like, was a like, that was a funny haha. Like five to seven feet. Yeah. Yeah, like four to six inches. Yeah. How big is a vole compared to a mouse? This is great. Great tangent work I'm doing right here. I'm just learning all about <laughs> voles. Tyler's trying to tell me a story about the Wobina, and I'm the Rodentia of the world. No, no, the WNBA is not the Rodentia. Holy of the shit! World. That's no. not what you meant. That was just no, bad no. timing on on the Zoom call. You were you were talking about the Rodentia. Yes, I'm talking about the WNBA. <laughs> yeah. It was bad timing on the Zoom call. Uh, I want to know your story first, though. Nope, that's not how this works. I get to share my story first. You did, yeah, I mean. You always go first. So but my story is going to be, uh, I, I couldn't, here's, why do we watch sports, Ethan? Um, I mean, do you want the actual answer? I think so, yeah. Because it's a thing that, like, unifies people. It makes you feel connected. No. no, no, that is 100% it. It makes you that feel is why. That is why people watch sports. Why do individuals watch sports? Why do we- Because they want to feel like they're part of something. Ah, uh, you- <sighs> You're close. We watch so sports for the stories. Yeah. We care about Joe Burrow because he's cool. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a cool story. He's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. Joe Shiesty. Joe Shiesty. We care about Tom Brady because what was the... Oh, man, what's that line from that thing? What why do we love... Thing? Why do we love... 
professional athletes. What? Because they bang supermodels. What are you talking about? There's you know, a, a movie, I think, right? I don't know. The question is posed. The question is posed. Why do why do kids or why do kids love why do people love supermodels? And the guy responds and he's like, because they bang supermodels. Or why do people love athletes? Because they bang supermodels. And they're like, no, no, no. Why do kids love athletes? And the answer is because athletes are heroes. Yeah. And what makes a hero a hero is having a story to tell, is overcoming adversity. Uh, so we are in a, a golden era. So basically, my portion of this episode is going to be catching you up and preparing you for the WNBA season coming off of March Madness and the WNBA draft. Okay. Okay. So I've got to pull up a few things. I didn't realize you needed input. I thought you were just going to talk. <laughs> no, I mean, this is always input. I'm always looking for No, for I just didn't realize you were looking feedback. for it right, right that second. So the first incredible thing in the world of women's basketball is in 2019, a group chat of five girls, like a group chat, like, like, a, like girls who knew each other had a conversation and they all decided that they wanted to go to the same college and play for the same coach and they were going to stay there for all four years. And those five girls called themselves the Freshies and they all went and got scholarships to the University of South Carolina and played for Dawn Staley for four years. They were the best team in the league the COVID year, but there was no tournament, so they didn't get to do anything that year. And then they led the team to three consecutive Final Four appearances in 2010. 21, 22, and 23. Uh, they won, I believe, in 22, and they lost in 23 in the Final Four stage to Iowa. And I don't know what happened in 2021. I think they didn't win. Uh, but these four, five girls, which is how many people play on a basketball team, all are incredibly good. The University of South Carolina had other players during that time, but it was really all about these five girls. And the leader of that group was a girl named Aaliyah Boston, um, who is from the United States Virgin Islands. And uh, when she was nine years old, she picked up a basketball for the first time. And when she was 12 years old, a girl named Aaliyah Boston from the Virgin Islands moves to Worcester, Mass. <laughs> All right. <laughs> to play at the Worcester Academy, where... For reference, if you've been listening to this show since we started this format, she went on to be a McDonald's uh, basketball player, which if you are like not a follower of high school basketball, which I am not, I've learned this very recently, that is like the highest honor that you can achieve yeah. is playing and being like honored at the McDonald's players tournament, whatever it's called. Um, yeah, she they do won like three college slam dunk championship and the, yeah, all that they stuff. Did, uh, McDonald's does a lot for basketball. Yeah. College basketball specifically. Yeah. Um, so she was a, a three-time McDonald's player. Damn. We talked about. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. No, one-time McDonald's. Okay. Three-time Gator, Gatorade player of the year in Massachusetts. And Massachusetts is a big state for basketball. Celtics have obviously always been huge. Um, uh, and they've got the Worcester Academy, which is like, if you've ever read anything about the Worcester Academy, which I had never heard of, uh, it is like a prep school that has like 400 students and you've heard of all of them. Like, well, you've heard of at least 400 people that have gone there. Like, it is just a school that turns out greatness. Um, and if this you is have a, this child, is a high school, it is a, it's a prep school. Okay. But just like, so just, just not to throw you off your tangent. Is this like, you're talking about greatness, like in basketball or greatness, like all over greatness all over. Okay. Yeah. So they, not they like churn where, out. not like where LeBron went. No, I don't know where LeBron went. St. Vincent St. Mary's in Ohio. Oh, I do know that. Yeah. Now Come that on, you man. Say you that, gotta, if like, you're gonna play that. the song all the time, you gotta watch the movie. Uh, uh, but that's like a that you know, that's like a basketball like school. Like that's their from what job. I can tell, this place churns out a lot of incredible athletes, okay. but uh generally just like incredible people in general. But it's kinda cool if you live in the Massachusetts area and you're like, Man, I'd love for my child to go to a boarding school 
Don't wish that upon your child. That sounds hard. Parents are important to childhood development. So if you can't be there for every game, don't send them. They take 65% of applicants, which I thought was really interesting. Because <laughs> um, 60, you know, because of that 65%, who who can afford it? Right. Like, you're, exactly. you're only applying if you know that you stand a shot of actually, like, getting in. Figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she goes off to USC public school, uh, works under Dawn Staley, who's this legendary women's basketball coach. And of the five freshies, which is what they called themselves all four years. And, uh, if you followed the tournament this year, they were kind of the antithesis to Virginia Tech's sort of all-star five player team where, where then you had LSU and Iowa both had like all-star, like singular players who both have another year of eligibility, but were like in themselves kind of like the story. Um, of those five girls, four of them were drafted uh, in the WNBA draft. The fifth elected to just leave the sport, and she graduated, and she's going to go off and do her own thing. Um, she also, like, if you look at the stats for the five of them, she was definitely the one. Like, even though she was a starter, the rest of them had, like, 2,000 minutes of college playtime. She had, like, 200. So yeah. clearly, they were, like, putting her in, and, like, you're part of this, and it's the narrative. But you can come out. And I'm sure she's way better at basketball than I am. <laughs> Uh, oh, definitely. That's yeah. the thing about women's <laughs> basketball players is they have to be able to shoot. They have to be able to shoot so well. Like the, the, they talk about like a five-tool, I guess it's baseball, they talk about a five-tool player. But like yeah. when you are, through no fault of your own, uh, somebody assigned female at birth that uh, is five foot six. You got to be able to shoot that ball. It's very hard to dunk a basketball. It's not impossible. I but would it is say very, very hard for you to dunk a basketball. Dunking a basketball is less about skill. I mean, it's definitely about skill, but it's more about being tall enough to dunk a basketball. Yes. Uh, how many players are drafted to the to the National Football League every year? Drafted? Drafted. Uh, God, what is it? Two hundred fifty-one. Yeah. How many right, players? That's, do you that's think Mr. Are, Irrelevant. Did I get that? Yeah, right? it's thirty-two times seven, whatever that is. No, because there's there's compensatory picks in there and all this crap whatever uh i'm thinking 256 um it was oh okay so it's not the same number every year oh um, no. it was 259 it'll be 259 this year brock purdy was 262 okay so roughly 250 plus uh south carolina had five players drafted this year four that were in the freshies group and then one of, who i think finished a graduate year of what like how many 24? players do you how many players do you think are drafted 24 i'm gonna assume they do two rounds like nba they do three rounds of 12 Three rounds of 12. Okay, so 36. 36 players. The NBA, I'm pretty sure the NBA only does two rounds. The NBA is a G League, though. You can, like, still go. I mean, by that logic, they should draft more players. I guess, yeah. That's stupid. The NBA has two rounds. I don't know anything about the NBA draft, but I watched the WNBA draft. Uh, the NBA draft is exhausting because it's just like, here's a guy that played four games in college, but we think he's going to be the next, you know. He's definitely going to yeah, be the next LeBron he's James. He's Kyrie Irving. Right. His high school years. This guy right here, this is Bronny James. He's going to be the next LeBron James. NBA drafted 58 players last year in two rounds. Okay, so 30 teams, roughly two picks each. Yeah. This I think the WNBA, if I'm not mistaken, is 10 teams, 10 or 12. I, 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 but the number I pulled off the top of my head was 12, which is why I said 24. Figured everybody yeah. gets two picks. Um, um, I think the league is growing, so they're trying to funnel more folks into it. Um, definitely, yeah. Put, draft more people, for sure. Like, Yes, and there's a lot of hype going into it this year. I know because I care, and I like I have no idea why I would care how I ended up here. Uh 
other than watching the the women's tournament, which was fantastic. And there's a very careful line. I've said this a few times. I don't know if I've said it on this podcast. There's a very like careful line you have to cross when you're talking about the advancement of women's basketball because something happened in the men's game that I think is the is part of the reason that women's basketball is getting so popular. And it was three point shooters getting the attention that like it no longer be, became about the coolest dunk, and it became about how many points can you score. Yeah, it was Steph Curry and Clay Thompson. Right. Exactly. It's exactly what happened. And now, I mean, that's what the league is. You know, you've every team has a stud shooting guard for the most part. Uh, it's not as interesting to play the paint as it was, uh, which is very good for women's sports because for the most part, and I won't say unequivocally, but for the most part, there's not much dunking in women, women's basketball. But there are a lot of threes. Caitlin Clark had a 35-footer in the middle of the finals. That's that's for a no lot. reason. That's a lot. For no reason. I don't. She just did it. She dribbled down the court and was like, I'll just shoot it from here. And it went in. <laughs> like middle of the second quarter. Jeez. And Caitlin Clark and elect, uh, uh, Angel Reese are returning to Iowa and um, LSU. LSU, respectively. So that's going to be a fun rivalry to watch again next year. But going into the... Uh, and to the, the season, I didn't know this when the NBA, the WNBA season was, it starts in May, goes through like August. Um, there are two super teams in New York and Las Vegas. Uh, the Indiana fever have four university of South Carolina players on a 12 man roster. Uh, like they drafted four of the freshies. No, they drafted, uh, one of the freshies and then the other girl who is not one of the freshies. And then they already had two. Okay. Um, Aaliyah, or I'm sorry, Aaliyah Boston. Uh, there's a really great sort of mini documentary on her life where it goes back to her family on the U.S. Virgin Islands and her dad teaching her how to shoot. And her dad not being like a basketball prodigy, just like essentially going through the like Steph Curry masterclass and being like, this is how you shoot. This is how you get better at basketball. And it shows like the court that she learned how to play on and is, is really, really interesting stuff. She has gone to the Indiana Fever, um, and they're going to be they're, – they're supposed to be on a rebuilding year, but from what it looks like, if the college basketball players with the COVID year and all the bonus time that they've had, if they're as good as they could be, and they might be, then the Indiana Fever could go from being like a – I mean, a first-round pick team to like a powerhouse this year. But you want to be watching for Las Vegas, and you want to be watching for uh, New York. And then the other big storyline in the WNBA is Brittany Griner – Went and served time in a Russian prison. Yep. And she is now back in the United States and playing. And if you don't know who Brittany Griner is in the sport, because I did not, uh, it oh. probably felt like the story She can was dunk like, a fucking basketball. She is extreme. Like, <clears throat> I don't think you understand. If you're a sports fan at all, Brittany Griner, like, Brittany Griner has the same accolades in the WNBA as, like, Joe Burrow has in the NFL. Uh, probably better than... Probably more like Patrick Mahomes at this stage. Yeah. Uh, like a two-time NBA All-Star, WNBA All-Star. Um, she's been to the playoffs, I think, eight times. Like, she's extremely The real good. deal, yeah. The Like, it is a huge deal that this person... Like, if, if Tyreek Hill was in that prison, yeah. if Tyreek Hill was sneaking a little bit of weed on a plane, which is a very Tyreek Hill activity... Oh, they couldn't take the NFL to Russia, man. Chris they Kyle take... would have been resurrected. Like <laughs> they couldn't take the NFL to Russia, man. Like absolutely not. But like that's the level of athlete that we're talking yeah. about here. No, I did not need to be told who Brittany Griner was when she got arrested. I did. Yeah, I, I needed to be. I needed to learn it like a week ago uh, because I remember hearing the story and being like, "Who is?" I thought she was a college player. I didn't even realize she was in the league. 
a new oh, yeah. association. Yeah, no, I like when when she got arrested, I legitimately was like, oh, that's the woman that can dunk a fucking basketball. Yeah. <laughs> She's uh, a monster, man. Like, yeah. And that's the thing is like, as entertaining as the three ball is, like, when you see, there's nothing better than like, than like a like a, a good female power forward. Yeah. Who like can just do the thing. Well, and that's the thing about women's basketball that men's basketball doesn't have is it's still in an early enough stage in like men's basketball. We're at the point where it's all genetic modification at this stage, right? Like. You have to breed the next great basketball you're trying to, player. Yeah, you're trying to find the perfect basketball player. Right. The, you don't have that in the WNBA. The 100 best like, WNBA Shaq, players have not played yet. Like, Right. Shaq can still exist in the WNBA. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, like some girl who shows up who's seven feet tall and jacked as all get out can change the game completely in a single season. Watch out, little fella. And, I'll break your arm. And women are more, like, their size is significantly more dynamic than men's players. Like, Shaq was such a big deal because he was kind of like a, you know, a bigger dude. Him and, yeah, Yao Ming were the anomalies, like. Right. But, like, women's teams, there are really, really short girls, there are really tall girls, and there are really, like, broad girls. Where in the NBA, like, everybody's a certain level of broad. Everybody's, they're they're pretty much just variations on the same thing. Five dudes. Right, you right, know. exactly. Every team has their five positions and everybody fits those positions. Every but year, if you start, like, these are the three people in the NBA under six foot tall. Right. <laughs> that Like every team. Anyway, the WNBA season is going to be really interesting. The Phoenix Suns have, not Suns, Suns? No, nope, that's, the, that's the men's team. Phoenix Mercury have Brittany Griner and some other player I haven't heard of. And my goal going into it is I always naturally gravitate towards Washington sports teams, but I'm going to watch as many games as I can and figure out what teams I like. I really like Aaliyah Boston. I didn't know what she looked like. I just kept hearing her name. She is six foot six and she has long neon purple braids. Where did she end up? Uh, Indiana Fever. Okay. Yeah. I was, she I'm not sure if you ever actually this. said that. Oh, they are the team that has uh, three or four. Four, yeah. South you just Carolina. didn't say who they were. Yeah. Gotcha. Indiana Fever. Okay. Cool. Um, I didn't particularly care for South Carolina during the tournament uh, because I was more interested in Iowa and LSU, and I got what I wanted in the final. Um, but Virginia no, Tech I wanted Virginia sent- Tech to win for sure. I wanted Virginia like- Tech to win because I, I'm from here and I'm always cheering for Virginia Tech. But I thought the more interesting stories were Iowa and LSU. Yeah, um, I didn't feel like there was much to grasp onto at Virginia Tech. Did you see the? Uh, sadly, CNU lost the women's basketball tournament, but it was crazy. It was the first loss for either team. That's nuts. Yeah, like both teams were like. 30 and 30 going into it that's crazy yeah um so we got five points away from from a full sweep yeah which would have been won the men's tournament yeah that's what i'm saying won the men's tournament by three lost the women's tournament by five to transylvania university i fucking hate division three sports (laughs) god (laughs) sound like a real place like for god's sake i mean ours was named after a dude that almost definitely sold slaves or something we were a public school like (laughs) Well, was it just uh, a dude's name? Like, granted, I mean, I think we're one of the few, maybe not a few, there's not that many, uh, like, white dude's name university that aren't like, this is a 400-person Christian college in Pennsylvania. <laughs> um, this is Oral Roberts University. Where did we try to Armstrong Atlantic State? Armstrong Atlantic University. State University. <laughs> that was an embarrassing day in my life. Yep, the day we <laughs> forgot the tent... We couldn't find fraternity brothers. We we got <laughs> we couldn't. 
find firewood either. So we the lit a box day. of starter logs on fire to cook some hot dogs. And then slept. Uh, you, in, you heard, listener, you heard the whole story. That's every detail. And then slept in your car because there were I, a thousand raccoons at the campsite. Yes. We <laughs> did get, I got a cell phone like three days before that. A smartphone. A smartphone, my first smartphone. So I spent the whole drive down to Disney Snapchatting Megan Clark. You, that was a particularly exhausting time period in your life. <laughs> Tyler, who was the last person in the world to get a smartphone, acting like he had big nuts because he had an iPhone. <laughs> it's an iPhone 5, I think. Yeah, 5, not S. Yeah. You did not have Siri on that. Oh my God. I can't imagine life without Siri now. I, uh, I use Siri and Alexa for everything. <laughs> So I have um, the opposite story for you. Uh, is yours like why the guys at Brittany Griner's prison deserve? <laughs> like, no. How is it the opposite not story? The opposite. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's about a person about a basketball player that very much did not go to prep school and have you know their way paved for them. I don't think Aaliyah Boston had her way paved for her. Uh, um, I mean, she was she grew up in like a pretty rough part of the Virgin Islands. It seemed like. Yeah, I mean, that's fair, but, like, so so did LeBron James. Well, it was a rough part of Akron, Ohio, but <laughs> right. he still got to go to one of the top, like, prep basketball. This guy didn't go to a prep school, is what I'm saying. Who was it? So... <sighs> Are you about to tell me about Stephen Marbury? It's Stephon Marbury, and Is no, that who you're telling no, me about? It, it's not. Oh, my God. It's not. Yeah, I'd already picked my person by the time. I want to talk to you about Mac McClung. Ooh, I don't know who Mac McClung is. I feel like I should. So... But I'm going to come into this as green as I can. Because I don't know who Mac McClung is. Tyler, if you drive about two and a half hours southwest of where we're sitting right now and get off the interstate onto US 58 and then keep going a little bit south and a little bit west, you will pass a sign on the side of the road that says, Welcome to Gate City, Virginia. Okay? No, I think you end up directly in a coal mine. (laughs) There are plenty (laughs) of those there. So this is a fun fact. Gate City refers to those shitty gates on the front of elevators that go down coal mining shafts. It doesn't. It definitely does. It definitely doesn't. Uh, it was It was at one point considered the gateway to the west. Oh, for sure. Yeah, the gateway to the west side of the coal mine. <laughs> this is our high school, Gate City High School. Our mascot's a fucking canary. Nope. They're the Blue Devils. That was a good one, though. Yeah, that was, was a that was, was good. a that was a good, a good pull. Good people die in coal mines joke. Yeah. So you will pass a sign on US fifty eight. It says "Welcome to Gate City, Virginia," and it will tell you on that sign about the presence of the Knights of Columbus in town, about the presence of the Masons in town, about the presence of a Rotary Club in town, and about the two thousand eighteen Single A Men's State Basketball Champion. Ooh. Mac McClung was born in Gate City, Virginia, in nineteen ninety nine. And this kid was known for being so competitive at everything he did, like, you could, they couldn't even let him make cereal because he wanted to, to, like, fix a bowl of cereal faster than anybody else in his household, right? Mm-hmm. Decides he wants to play football when he grows up, and his dad's like, well, if you get a football scholarship, they will take you to college. And people don't go to college around here, so... They yeah, go to the coal mine. They go to the coal mine, and they die. So this, this father built his son, like, a gym in the basement of his house so he could work out extra. And apparently in eighth grade, Mac McClung broke his arm snowboarding, okay? Hell yeah. Broke his arm snowboarding, had to take a year off football, decides, I'm gonna rehab this arm that I broke by going and playing basketball. Never looked back, ever. Discovered, just discovered the hidden talent. Discovered the hidden talent. Uh, 
didn't play on the varsity team until his junior year of college or junior year of high school, right? As a junior, on February 24th, 2017, he scored a career high 64 points. Good lord. In a loss to Dan River High School in the Virginia Single A Regional Tournament. It was the oh best God. the best scoring performance in school history and it broke Allen Iverson's single game VHSL record. No way. This man, was six foot two by this point, playing, I don't know, whatever position they could get him at. <laughs> playing, get him the ball, he can shoot. So after this this game, Rutgers sends him a contract. And is like, hey, we want you to come play basketball for Rutgers. They'd never been to one of his games, right? And he's like, yeah, I mean, it's the only offer I got. I guess I'll go play basketball at Rutgers. This is after his junior year, right? Senior mm-hmm. year, breaks the all-time VHL scoring record, breaks the... the um, like single game record breaks the career points record, like everything over and over again. Beat JJ Reddick's state championship performance. Scored was, the most he, points I, ever. I've heard JJ talk about this. Yeah. He said he was like proud. Yeah, scored the most points ever. Yeah, and this dude did it by dunking the fucking basketball. Six foot two. He was just a dunk. No monster. way. Okay. First game of his freshman year or senior year of high school. Georgetown Hoyas coach. Former NBA legend Patrick Ewing shows up at this kid's game and it's like, hey, I want you to come play basketball at Georgetown. His yeah. high school coach is telling him, you're going to go to Georgetown. You're going to sit for three years. Is that really what you want to do? You're not a you're not a first round talent. You're not a one and done talent. Go to Rutgers. Guess what he doesn't do? He does not go to Rutgers, right? No, no, he does <laughs> not go to Rutgers. Um, I'll tell you one thing. When it comes to Georgetown and Rutgers, let me let me pause you right here. I would cheer for Rutgers every single time. Yeah. Rutgers has a sort of like, hey, do you want to be a fan of Notre Dame, but you don't want to be associated with all that Catholic stuff? Cheer for Rutgers. That's what I think of when I think of Rutgers. Hey, do you want an underdogs team? Cheer for, do you want an underdogs team? Like, it, where would Rudy really have gone? Rudy at Rutgers. That's, that's Rutgers in my brain. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that's accurate, but that's Rutgers in my brain. Ethan's going to be like, Rutgers churned out six popes, Tyler. I know nothing about Rutgers. <laughs> Manti Teo's girlfriend went to Rutgers, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, she also went to Northwestern. <laughs> um, no, I just, I heard a person refer to it one time as Slutgers, and that's really all I know oh. about it. Um, I, yeah, I wouldn't think that. I would in, think Rutgers is full of, like, girls you want to take home to mom. I would think Rutgers is, is like, not quite Stanford, but, like, in that direction. Uh, Sure. Yeah, like Stanford's like a, not quite an Ivy League school, and Rutgers is not quite Stanford. <laughs> it's in New I Jersey. Rutgers, I know it's in New Jersey. I wouldn't have guessed that. I was trying to picture where I thought Rutgers was, and I was like, Indiana feels good. Uh, he said something about California. That feels good. Uh, New Jersey would not have been on my list. It's in New Jersey. They're the Scarlet Knights. I um, wouldn't have guessed that either. Anyway. I would think of Rutgers as a like a... Kind of like Virginia Tech in that it's like a you go to get a blue-collar degree. I don't think so. I have no idea, though. New Jersey. I also don't think that's true about Virginia Tech. I just think that's kind of the uh, New uh, reputation they might have. disagree with me. I have no idea. Anyway, so finishes the VHSL season with uh, 1,200 points, which Good beats Lord. Allen Iverson by 300. <laughs> Good God. This is this is the answer we're talking about, right? One of the the undisputed greatest basketball players to ever play the game. And this Who, man Allen Iverson? Yeah. Yeah. Um That was a name I knew and I didn't like basketball. Decommits from Rutgers, goes to Georgetown. Kind of comes in off the bench his freshman year, 
makes the Big East like all freshman team, averages 13 points a game. Nothing particularly special, right? Um, Can you imagine going from averaging like 45 points a game to 13 points a 13 game? 13 points a game, how, not getting how, every like, single minute. Right. How how much does that affect your psyche? I think about this with football players all the time. I, I, I feel for Trevor Lawrence so much to go from like – Never losing a game in his entire life. To playing on the Jags. To playing on the Jags and like it being so hard. I mean, that's the that's the reality awaiting basically everybody that ever comes out of Alabama is like not not running backs. Running backs out of Alabama, they're real. Yeah, but they lose a game. What's up? I'm Derrick Henry. I'm saying. Like, like Derrick Henry went to the, the Jags. team lost, but I didn't. I didn't lose. <laughs> Derrick Henry, not to the Jags. Der- Derrick Henry went to the Titans and lost his first game ever. He didn't lose anything. <laughs> Derrick Henry won, wins every game he plays in. I'll tell you what. I know that Ezekiel Elliott just left uh, Dallas. I still think about the time that I got to see uh, Ohio State come play at Virginia Tech when Zeke was on the team. And just light that us up. That dude was on a different level. <laughs> that was Virginia that Tech's guy was not on, that good. <laughs> they were, I mean, they were okay. They had, they were winning at halftime. I think Virginia Tech could beat Rutgers. I don't know anything football, about Rutgers. Definitely, yeah, uh, sure. Definitely. Why not? <laughs> I think Rutgers plays one double A or FCS. Uh, sure, <laughs> good. I we still can't, beat can't remember JMU. to call it FCS. It has been like twenty years. We can't beat JMU. We can't beat ODU. Um, we can beat Rutgers. Deacon is from Rutgers. Goes to Georgetown. Averages thirteen points a game his freshman year. Uh, does a little bit better, averages 15 points a game his sophomore year, um, doesn't play about a third of the games with a foot injury, right? Mm-hmm. This motherfucker decides, I am going to declare for the NBA draft. Good for him. And then COVID-19 happens. Tournament uh. canceled. Everything gone. And this man's like, I am not going to declare for the NBA draft. <laughs> I am going but to play college to, basketball. I want to go somewhere where I am going to play basketball like more um he's good to Rutgers no he goes to Texas Tech oh they're good they were good yeah um did better uh averaged I think like in the like 19 and 20 something like that um declares again for the NBA draft in 2021 right I'm not painting a great picture of this guy. He just kind of, kind of like doesn't produce the the I beat Allen Iverson as a, to his high school record kind of performance that you'd expect over his three years mm-hmm. of college. Forgoes his last year year of eligibility. Um, declares the NBA draft. Goes undrafted in the Where NBA draft. What? Where does he end up? So going goes undrafted in the NBA uh, 2021 NBA draft. Um, signed with the Los Angeles Lakers for the summer league August 2021. Uh, waived in October and then picked up later in October by the South Bay Lakers, which are the G League team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, G League, if you're not a basketball fan, is the like minor league. Yeah, yeah, it's like AAA baseball. I mean, if you're not, if you're not a baseball fan, it's like the, it's like it's like there's two leagues. Okay, there's a good league and an almost good league. If you're like a golf fan, it's like the Corn Ferry Tour. I don't think we're gonna get them as golf fans. If you're, if uh, they're here. <laughs> If you're uh, a NASCAR fan, like English football. <laughs> if you're a NASCAR fan, I think it's the Monster Energy series. It's the Bush League. <laughs> it's no longer the Bush League. <laughs> um, I wouldn't be surprised if Bush came back. Like to beer, like to NASCAR. Yeah, uh, I'm not sure they're allowed. I do think drinking and driving is probably unsafe. Drinking and driving at 220 miles per hour is definitely. Unsafe. I would say is definitely unsafe. Anyway, um, it, like does really good. In his debut for the South Bay Lakers, um, gets 24 points, and they cut him. No. Picked up again 
on a 10-day contract by the Chicago Bulls in December that year, uh, wrote out that 10-day contract, wrote out another 10-day contract, and then they sent him down to the G Leagues again uh, to play for the Windy City Bulls, which are, I think, also in Chicago. I guess, yeah. Um, which is wild. Uh, scored 19 points in his debut there. They cut him again. 19 points isn't enough in the in the NBA. In the G League, or, apparently. I mean, think about this. If you're supposed to be an NBA talent and you go to the G League and you put up essentially college numbers, you're not good enough. January 22nd, picked up by the South Bay Lakers again. Um but like directly by the South Bay Lakers, not by the LA Lakers. Okay. So they, so they hold just him, like called him up. They hold him for the rest of the season. Uh, and then he goes back to the Lakers, the main Lakers for the summer league, plays in the summer league, cut again, uh, signed to a 10 day contract, the Philadelphia 76ers, and then uh, signs on to play the full season. Finally gets a deal, signs on to play the full season, the 2023, 2022, 2023 season for the Delaware Blue Coats of the, which are the affiliate for the Philadelphia 76ers. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, remember, this guy is a dunk expert, right? This is how he made his name. He can jump with his own two feet and put the ball directly in the hoop, right? Mm -hmm. NBA says it doesn't matter that you suck at scoring points, right? It doesn't matter that you are not like a, a, a top tier prospect. We are going to invite a G League player to play in the all-star game dunk contest, he wins, right? The first G League player to ever play, to ever be selected for the NBA All-Star weekend of any kind, the first G Leaguer to ever play in the dunk contest. Not only does he win, Tyler, he gets a perfect score. No way. You got, just, just look at this real quick. Google it. Look at what? Google it. Do Mac I get to see his dunks? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, look up the video. YouTube. What's his name? Mac McClung? Mac McClung. M-C-C-L-U-N-G. So they're like, yeah, okay, we'll invite this G-Leaguer. Like, it'll be great for, you know, show off the G-League. Like, the kid can dunk, you know. We'll get a couple cool dunks out of him. And then, you know, Giannis will win or whatever. I don't know. They always get random people for the dunk contest and not, like, who you'd actually want. Um, especially these days. The, the dunk contest is failing as an institution. And that is why um, they wanted well, to get the G-League involved, right? Do you, here's what I think is G leaguers, especially in a three point league, dunk is not as valuable, right? Just didn't. Uh, you gotta get in the paint. You got got big guys like Giannis. You've got uh, uh, Doncic, who's like, I'm just gonna foul you no matter what. I don't care. I don't care about anything. I'll kick the ball. You've got these huge. You dudes. really hate Luka Doncic. I hate Luka Doncic. He's an idiot. I hate him. <laughs> I, I like immediately as a fan of the league. I was like, "This dude sucks." He can this shoot dude. the ball though. But imagine, imagine Mac McClung at six foot two. Yeah, he can do this thing where he can dunk. Zion Williamson's not going to let him do that. Nope. <laughs> but the G League is like, we're going to invite this dude. Hey, did you watch the video? I'm watching his dunks right now. I'm watching the one where he's got the guy on his shoulders. Yeah. Uh, these are crazy dunks. Yeah. But like, but think about this. This dude belongs in the Globetrotters. Yeah, absolutely. I bet those dudes can absolutely win the dunk contest yeah buckets brown yeah this is the thing we don't give the uh the globetrotters enough credit for those guys are great at basketball they're so good <laughs> so good at basketball but yeah mac mcclung is like the charity case of the dunk contest goes in and wins he's a little guy he's a little guy yeah and the philadelphia 76ers are like yeah fine Absolutely. You can you can come play on the team with us once the you know when your G League season ends. Hell yeah, dude. So does he get to go? Yeah. He signed a contract? Yeah. Season finale with the Philadelphia with 76ers. Puts up 20 points, 9 rebounds, 9 assists. Was was Giannis playing? Not Gian Giannis. Giannis? Giannis 
play playing what? No, Joel Embiid. Is Joel Embiid playing? Probably. And uh, James Harden. I don't know. I would imagine <laughs> those are the guys. I would imagine that's the dynamic duo. I, okay, I don't have the box score for that game in front of me. Twenty points. That's now we're he gets, talking. He gets one one rebound and one assist away from an NBA triple double. You know, because realistically, he'll probably never play season. in the NBA again. I thought they gave him a season. No. Oh, I see what you're saying. No, no, they gave no, him like no. game they, after they the gave G him like uh, I think yeah, I don't know when. Do you think they were like if you get the triple double or even if you get a double double, we'll we'll let you in. Okay, so he wins the wins the G League with the Blue Coats April seventh, April 9th, The 76ers have their last game of regular season. So here's my thing about the triple double and the double double. For the listener who might not know, a double double and a triple double is there's like what five categories that you can score in. Yeah, I, I mean, yes, I think it's I five. I don't know if there's but anyway, only five. It is, but yeah, it is double digit points in key stats in basketball. Yeah, so a triple double means that you got ten or more points in. Like rebounds, assists, and points scored. Yeah. Uh, points scored, rebounds, double -double assists, would... blocks, steals. You're right. Yeah. Five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and a double double is the same thing, but you just get two of them. Um, I didn't know that until like a week ago. And I've known about sports my whole life. So there was one time I'm... where Russell Westbrook got like 48 triple doubles in a row. Like, That's crazy. Yeah. It was nuts. Uh, and still I, I was doesn't have a stat... ring, I believe. I was reading a stat earlier about uh, our girl, Aaliyah Boston of the Indiana Fever. I think she got like 48 double doubles at the Gamecocks. Good God. Yeah. And they play a 39 game season. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was four years, but <laughs> three years, I guess. Yeah. Russell Westbrook does not have a ring. A lot of those superstars don't. I know. John Wall doesn't have a ring. Who? Who was the dude? John Wall. Who was the dude? John Wall's not a superstar. He was a superstar. No, he wasn't. John, go watch John Wall high school highlights. I mean, yeah, he was a superstar in high school. And in college. Yeah. And then he was okay in the NBA. And then he was okay. That does not uh, make you a superstar. That Trae makes you, Young don't have a he's ring. He's not even yet. as good as JJ Redick. JJ's the dude. I don't think JJ has a ring, though, does he? Um, That's a crime. He went to the playoffs. Yeah. He went to the playoffs every year except for his last year. I think it was with Zion and didn't make it. Um, Yeah, don't. Does not have a championship. It's hard, dude. There's only so many dudes on a team. Yeah. That's a select few. Like, if you're an NFL player who has a ring, Jimmy Garoppolo's got two, and he's got the he's tied for the most in the league right now. I mean, he doesn't though. Like, but he does. Like when they pull up the stat sheet, it's like Patrick Mahomes, Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know who else has. Yeah, a but ring if right you're now. on the basketball team, you earned Aaron the Rogers. ring. <laughs> like, right, right. You played there's, minutes. There's Fifteen dudes on a basketball team, max. Yeah, they all max. play every time. Yeah. Because um, there's endless subs. It's not like soccer where you only get three subs yeah, a game. Yeah, right. Like if you, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo did not do a thing to earn his rings. He may have held. I don't a, think he like played. A place a, kick. I don't think he properly played like a minute in either of those seasons. I do. Th oh, I'm sure he played a minute. Uh, I think one of the seasons he played the first five games or something, didn't he? One of the years he won. I thought so. Yeah, mm -hmm. wasn't that the Deflate Gate year? Did they and win that, that year? Why, yeah, that was why everybody was like, "Oh, we want Jimmy G on the." On the Niners because he's good. I don't know they won that year. Anyway, whatever. He I did not know. do this anything to earn those rings. Um, no, yeah, for sure. I mean, he did less than than Trent Dilfer, <laughs> who was actually the starting quarterback of the team he was on. Uh, less than Carson Wentz. Uh, yeah, a lot less than Carson Wentz. <laughs> <laughs> well, Carson didn't start that game. No, but but he won like the first twelve. Yeah. Uh, Carson Wentz, what an idiot. Although he did better in that game than Matt Ryan did. Yes, Matt Ryan. Did you know Matt Ryan was drafted like six years or seven years after Michael Vick? 
That stresses me out. Yeah, he's always older than I think he is. Like those those are two events that happened different, far too close different together time periods. for me. Oh yeah. Those are two different eras in my life and I'm in a complete like three eras removed from that. So anyway, that's my story about Virginia's greatest college basketball greatest basketball player of all time. Uh, I think Virginia's greatest basketball player of all time. Virginia high school, sure. You can go with Mac McClung. Uh but it's got to be JJ Allen. I mean, it's Allen Iverson. Like, yeah, I think I think JJ will tell you it's Allen Iverson. Allen Iverson will not tell you it's JJ. <laughs> He'd be like, "Oh man, who else is from the state?" Uh, um, Virginia's, that's all I got. Virginia's podcasts. greatest football player of all time, Rondé Barber. He's in the Hall of Fame. Is he really? Oh, Michael Vick. I was gonna say Cam Chancellor. Michael Vick. Yeah, Rondé Barber was inducted this year. Michael Vick. Michael Vick is is. Michael I Vick think will not be in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely not. But <laughs> but he is definitely in the conversation for But good. neither will and Barry I, Bonds. So And anybody who disagrees, you can say what you want about what Michael Vick did off the field. What he did on the field was something special. He didn't he win was a, a ring cheat though. Code. He was a cheat code. He didn't win man. a ring though. He uh they had like break the sliders in Madden for Michael Vick. Did Percy Harvin didn't win a, win a ring. ring. Ronnie Barber didn't win a ring. I know. Tiki Cam did. Chancellor did. Tiki Barber did. <laughs> Tiki and Eli, right? I have no idea if Tiki Barber was still on that team. That would have been uh, late. Percy Harvin has a ring. Uh, Mike Vick does not have a ring. Uh, Logan Thomas does not have a ring. Yeah, it's not going to be Logan Thomas. Uh, he's going to have a ring after this year. I'll tell you that much. I don't know where. Uh, where's Where's Bruce from? <laughs> who? Bruce Smith. Who's Bruce Smith? Bruce for the Bills. I don't know. Play Virginia is. Tech. Oh. Actually, by rings. I forgot about this guy. By by rings, it's Chris Long. <laughs> the defensive player from UVA? The, the, yeah. Was, or the yeah. lineman or whatever he is? Yeah, defensive lineman. Yeah. That dude was nuts. I've seen him play. Two Super Bowl in college. Uh, uh, there's a quarterback for the D.C. Defenders right now who went to JMU. It's probably not that guy. They're undefeated. Okay, it's still probably not so. that guy. <laughs> probably not that guy. Probably not but, that guy. But he is very good at football. He's Russell way better Wilson's than me. Russell Wilson from Virginia. Russell Wilson is from Virginia. Yeah, but he's kind of killed his legacy. Correct, yeah. But he does have rings. I still think it's Rondé Barber. I think he he's just has ring. Just one? Seahawks only won that one. Oh, yeah, because then they threw the, the pick. Yeah, because him and Cam Chancellor and Percy Harvin all have the one ring. Yeah. Uh, not the same one. They don't share a ring between the three of them. <laughs> It's like, hey, VA boys. Let me get that ring this weekend. Uh, Tyrod um, Taylor right, is not a ring, but yeah. Tyrod's not from Virginia, is he? Yeah, he is. He's from Hampton. Oh, good for Went him. Went to Hampton High. That's all I got for That's the podcast. That's all I got, too. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with Ethan and I as we oogle about basketball. Yeah, we'll be back next week, maybe, or the week after that, talking about something else. Probably not basketball. But maybe basketball. Probably not basketball. Probably not basketball, but it could be basketball. It could be, but we did basketball this week. So we'll probably do something else next probably week. Probably do something else this week. Or that week. Uh, anyway, right, bye. bye. bye.